Welcome to the second episode of From Impossible to Inevitable. I am your host, Megan Bauer, and I am so excited to be here with you again. Thank you for your love, your subscriptions, your likes, your comments on the first episode. I cannot tell you how much that has meant to me. I feel so warm and fuzzy with all of your support, and I so appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't listened to our first episode um, on beliefs, I encourage you to do so because I really lay the foundation in that episode that we are going to launch off of today. I want to give you a more applicable how-to episode to help you rewrite your limiting beliefs to better to serve you because your limiting beliefs aren't serving you actually at really at all. They're trying to protect you and they're not even really doing a great job at that. So we want to rewrite those and free you from those limits so that you can live the most expansive version of your life. That's what we're doing today. As I was making notes for this episode, an acronym descended upon me for you. It's a very simple acronym. It's three letters. I wanted to make this as simple and as accessible as possible because I want you to go away from this episode feeling like you have the power to change things in your life because you do. You really do. And so an easy way, an easy process is just going to give you more fuel. Sometimes a 10-step process is super great. And sometimes a 10-step process is really overwhelming. And oh my gosh, I don't have time and I just, I can't. Right? Great. So let's start with our acronym. It, our acronym is R, as in, are you kidding me? The A stands for acknowledge. First of all, you have to acknowledge that you have limiting beliefs. There's no shame around this. We all have limiting beliefs. They are all different. Maybe some of them are the same, doesn't matter. You don't need to have shame around whatever it is that you have as a limiting belief. You do need to acknowledge that you have them and that they are limiting you. So the first thing you're gonna do when you acknowledge is that they're there. You can't do anything about it until you acknowledge that they are there. The second thing you that need to do is acknowledge that there are other ways of seeing things. There are other perspectives, other realities. And don't get all crotchety about this. Sometimes we get real stuck on, this is the way things are and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, that's not helping you. If you want to be like stuck in the, this is the way things are pit, then things aren't going to change because you've decided, you already believe that this is how things are. So you have to be able to acknowledge that there are other possibilities, other realities, other options for you than the way that you have been living your life, the way that you've been doing things. And the third thing that you need to do with acknowledging is you need to acknowledge the impact that this limiting belief has had on your life. I would encourage you to look for at least three very specific situations in your life in which this limiting belief has, has kept you in a box, has literally limited you. Look for those situations and be like, because I believed this, these three things, these three events happened the way that they did. And that will really bring it to light for you. So I wanna use the example of losing weight as a way to really um, help you visualize this. 
And losing weight is just such an easy example. It's just, it feels like almost everyone has dealt with this or knows someone who has dealt with this. It's just a very obvious example. So we're gonna roll with it, <laughs> ready? So the first thing you have to do is realize, okay, I have limiting beliefs around losing weight. I either, I believe I can't do it or that I am not capable of it or I don't know how to feed myself healthy food, therefore I'm not gonna be able to lose weight or I don't know how to use gym equipment or there's all of these beliefs that are attached to this core belief of I can't lose weight. And it's your job to ask yourself why and dig and dig and dig down until you get to what I call the ugly belief. Because there is an ugly, ugly core belief somewhere down there that is nourishing all of these other little seedling of seedlings of beliefs. And when you get down to that ugly, ugly belief, then you can, you're really targeting it at the root. This gardening metaphor came from nowhere and I really like it. So I really, um, I want you to visualize with me as you are asking yourself why you believe these things, I want you to visualize actually digging. And if you can put yourself in cartoon form, that's even better. Because visualize yourself with a shovel, you're a cartoon, you've got a shovel, you're digging, and the first few excuses, because that's what they are, your first few beliefs or excuses on why you are, why you have this belief or why you're living this way, um, they are going to come up pretty easy. They'll roll off the tongue. These are the first few shovelfuls of dirt, and you'll keep digging, and they'll get a little bit harder to dig up, maybe a little bit less socially acceptable to say around a table, things like that. And then there will become a point where you dig and you hit like the bedrock and your cartoon shovel is going to hit and it's going to reverberate all the way up the handle. And you as your cartoon self who's holding on to this cartoon handle is going to have your feet off the ground and you're going to reverberate with it. And this, this is the big ugly truth. This is what this feels like. And oftentimes when I hit a big ugly truth, I have this like involuntary look of shock on my face. Like, oh, I cannot believe that I have been believing that, that I took that event in as truth or that I took that person's opinion in as truth. And look at all of these situations in which I behaved as if that was the absolute truth. And oh my gosh, what? Are you kidding me? That's what you're really looking for here. You're looking for hitting that bedrock, that shock. It's like hearing surprisingly bad news and you're just, you can't even believe it. And it's ugly. It really is ugly. Like I have heard of instances of people when they get down to their ugly truths on why they can't lose weight or things like that, it's because they don't feel like they should be seen or they don't feel worthy of being loved. Therefore, they feel like if they're overweight, then they won't have the love and it gets real, real ugly and real messy. Okay, but that's what you're looking for because that's what you, that's what you need to uproot in order to make really massive, big changes, okay? So when you're looking, when you're acknowledging, there are the three things. You need to acknowledge that you have the limiting belief around this situation or this issue or this area of your life that you don't love. 
You need to acknowledge that there are other ways of seeing it, other possibilities, other realities. And then you need to acknowledge the, the impact that the, having this belief has had on your life. You need to acknowledge all those things and then you're ready to move on. The second step here is to refute. Right now, we are not talking about universal truths or universal laws. So whatever it is that you are believing that is limiting you is a lie. If that sounds a little too shocking, then take this. Whatever it is that your limiting belief is, is just as true as anything else. Okay? Remember, your brain does not build beliefs based on evidence. Your brain gathers evidence to support your beliefs. So because your brain has believed this limiting belief for years, you have all sorts of evidence to support it, all sorts. And you can refute that belief by actively looking for evidence to the contrary. So I say actively because your brain is in a habit of looking for evidence to support your limiting beliefs. So now you have to actively look for the evidence that is going to disprove this limiting belief, right? The evidence to the contrary. So you begin to look for evidence by asking yourself questions. It's always asking yourself questions. This is what this is going to always come down to. I simplified this for you into three big ones. And I simplified the questions even farther so that you can remember them. Okay. So the three questions have to do with anyone, everyone, loved ones. Okay. Anyone, everyone, loved ones. The first question is, is there anyone in the world, in the history of the world, that has had this situation or issue and overcome it? Anyone, anyone at all? Hint, answers yes. Someone has had the same issue, the same limiting belief, the same problem, and they have overcome it. Someone has. The second question is everyone. Does everyone live by this belief? Without exceptions, hint, answers no, because there are people who don't struggle with weight, by our example, they have, they live a different reality than you. Therefore, they don't live by the belief that you do. Therefore, they are an exception. Therefore, alternate realities are possible for you because there is someone out there who does not struggle with what you are struggling with. The third one is loved ones. Now, if your best friend, your child, some loved one that you have comes to, came to you with your limiting beliefs and told you all of these things, what would you say to them? What, how would you respond? Would you say, yeah, well, that just really sounds like you can't lose weight. That sucks. Or would you say, no, let's, let's get on YouTube and, and find some free workouts that you can do at home. Let's Take some cooking lessons to learn how to make healthy food. Would you problem solve for them and find solutions? Of course you would. Of course you would. So when you are refuting the evidence for your limiting beliefs, start with those three questions. Anyone, everyone, loved ones, okay? The third thing to do is you need to establish your new beliefs. So what beliefs are going to support you in the reality you want to create or the experience that you want or how you want to live or what you want to accomplish? These need to be your expansive beliefs, your empowering beliefs. 
okay? And you need to establish this by making or crafting a statement that will support you. Now, people call the, it can be an affirmation, it can be a mantra, it can be a statement, it can be a phrase. It doesn't really matter what you call it. It matters that you craft it in the positive tone, meaning I can eat healthy instead of I do not eat crap. Craft it in the positive because your brain doesn't hear negatives. If you say, if you tell yourself over and over again, I don't eat chocolate, I don't eat chocolate, I don't eat chocolate, your brain is just hearing, I eat chocolate, I eat chocolate, I eat chocolate. I do eat chocolate. Okay, so you got to craft it in the positive. Say, I eat fruits and vegetables. Great, that is supportive. And you have to phrase it in the now, the present moment. Even if it feels like a lie in the moment, it will eventually, inevitably, become the truth should you pummel yourself with it enough. So create the statement. Make sure it's in the positive. Make sure it's in the now. And then pummel yourself with it. I'm not much of one for post-it notes, but I know post-it notes have worked for a lot of people. They write down their affirmation, mantra, statement, whatever you want to call it, and then they just put it all over the house. Great. Do it. I personally like my statements to kind of roll off the tongue pretty easy so that I can remind myself over and over and over again. I like to write it down in my journal. I have 10 specific statements that I write down every single morning to help me create the experience that I want to create. Um, and then when I feel anxiety rising up, I tick them off and I, I say them to myself in my brain or out loud, depending on the situation, I'll say them one by one. And uh, it, it just feels like I reset myself. That feels really good. So make sure that you can remember them. Don't make them super lengthy, but make sure they're impactful and empowering. I, um, I've lost I've lost weight. I've gone on a weight loss journey twice after each of my babies. And losing baby weight is not super. Before then, I never really struggled with weight. That was just one of my blessings is that I just didn't have that struggle. So then when all of a sudden I had baby weight and it didn't just like melt off, I was like, what the crap? What do I do now? I was that person that didn't know how to use gem equipment or or know how to cook healthy foods. I I mean, maybe I still am that person because I still don't know how to use gym equipment and I still don't cook. So I am that person. I am. And I figured it out both times. And it, I'm not saying it was easy, but I did create a mantra affirmation, whatever you want to call it, that supported me each time. And it helps that it flows. It is, I am happy, healthy, and lean at 115. Now, I'm not a big person. I'm like 5'2". 115 is a great weight for me. And I'm happy, healthy, and lean at 115. It has a rhythm to it and a cadence. It's beautiful. Not all of my sayings have such a beautiful cadence, but when it is musical like that, it is more impactful. So feel free to get as creative or not as you write these statements and know that it will help. When I was not 115, I would say this to myself as I step on the scale and I would step on that scale. I'd say, I'm happy, healthy, and lean at 115 and the scale would disagree. And I'd say, well, just you wait and wait. It did wait. Look at that pun. That was so unintended. It's really funny. Okay. 
<laughs> Wait, it did. That became my reality given time. Okay. So create your statement. Don't believe in its untruth. Believe in its inevitability. All right. And then once you have your statement and you are pummeling yourself with it, look for and record the evidence to support your new belief. Remember, your brain has been on habit mode collecting evidence for your limiting belief for years. So now you need to actively look for the evidence to support your new belief and you need to record those things. Sure, you can record it in your brain. It'll be more helpful if you record it on paper because the writing is going to just infuse it into your body even more. I think there's science on that. You can go look into it. So when you are establishing your new belief, you need to make a phrase, statement, mantra, affirmation, whatever you want to call it, don't care. You need to surround yourself with it and pummel yourself with it and be consistent with it. And then you need to look for and record this evidence to support your new belief and be obnoxious about that. Be so obnoxious about that. You're like, look, I was right again. Look at that. Look at what just happened. My, the scale went down by three pounds. I was right. And your brain will be like, cool, we're right. And it will mark, it'll give you a tick mark in the column of your new belief. And you'll move forward having more evidence to support that new belief. Now, look, this might sound really simple, might sound really easy. It is not complicated, but it is not easy either. This takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of repetition. It takes a lot of time. However, heaven willing, the time's going to pass anyway. So you might as well apply yourself to creating a life that you want to live with beliefs that are going to support you live that, support you in living that life, then just not because it's going to take time or it seems like it's too hard. That's lame, right? That's not what we're, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to improve and grow. We're here to become a better, more expansive version of ourselves, right? Not saying that you're not good enough right now. It's just that if you want more, you deserve more and you can go have more. You can have whatever it is that you want. And it's going to be so much more helpful if you have the beliefs that are going to support you in getting those things. Be gentle with yourself as you progress. Be gentle with yourself, especially as you are acknowledging what these ugly, ugly limiting beliefs are because they're not pretty. They're not. And they might really surprise you on how ugly they are. Like that might sound like an exaggeration, but I have had some ugly limiting beliefs that have been taking space in my brain that I just like cannot even believe I took in as truth. And they're things that I would never say to my kids. They're things that I would never say to my friends. They're things I'd never say to anyone I love or care about, yet I believe these things in my core. And I can't feel shame about that because that's not helpful, that's not productive. So give yourself some grace as you go through this process and make progress. Because as you acknowledge, as you refute, and as you establish new beliefs, you will have shifts in your life because you are making changes. You will be 
thinking differently, thus you'll be doing things differently, thus you will be living differently. And it takes time for all of that to trickle down. And it will make a difference. It really will. I'm excited for you guys to put this into practice. Remember, the acronym is R, as in, are you kidding me? So you are going to acknowledge your limiting beliefs, acknowledge that there's a different way of seeing things, and acknowledge what the impact that this belief has had on you. You're going to refute, and you're going to do that by asking yourself questions about anyone, everyone, and your loved ones. And you are going to establish new beliefs by making a statement that you can pummel yourself with and then looking for and recording the evidence that will support you. You got this. I believe in you. I will see you next time.